Alright, back to puzzling. Yeah. Pizzuzzles. Put on Chopin's greatest hits. Is that what it's called? That's what's what we're about to listen to. Chopin's greatest hits. Okay, I was putting together a face. I've got hairs. I've got blue. I've got teeth. Well, I've got a ton of sky separated out over here. Yeah. Sky is not easy to put together. No. No, it's not. But hey, nothing worth doing is easy, Jeff. Did we learn that? Isn't that a thing they say? Nothing worth doing is easy. Something along those sentiments? I guess. There are also things that are not worth doing that are hard, though. I can almost guarantee it. Yeah, but since nothing worth doing is easy, we at least know... If you're doing something hard, you're probably in the right place, yeah. Oh shit, this is an edge piece. Where did this come from? Those are now together. Welcome to No One Can Know About This, a podcast where we play every Final Fantasy. I'm Jeff Ekman. And I'm Ryan Kazmiski. And here we go, season six, episode 14. Shit's about to get crazy. <laughs> it's We're going to be saying that a lot over the next few weeks. I'm going to try to avoid saying it, I guess, or say it in different ways. <laughs> Because it is about to get crazy, mm -hmm. but like, you know, I mean, let's just think of it like a drug that is activating mm -hmm. and has a long half-life. <laughs> you know, like, it's not, d don't expect it to get less crazy. Well, that's the until thing. It, until it's worked its way out of your system. You think you've peaked, <laughs> but you haven't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, you're going to be going like, oh, I get what's happening now. And then you're going to be like, who am I? <laughs> what happened last week? We, uh, oh yeah, we activated the school is what, oh, happened, last what happened last week. How could we forget? Yeah, we <laughs> went down far below the school. We didn't really point this out, but you go really far down and then... Oh, I the guess bottom the part of the school is much larger than the top part. But, like, does the top part detach or does the whole bottom part, like, shoot up into it? Because it then becomes a decidedly a single package of school on top. You know, I bet they leave some of this stuff behind, but I bet the machinery has to come up at least, right? Like, all the, like, windows and shit that, like, line the bottom part, mm -hmm. like, I bet that's built into the ground. But once it launches up, I mean, that core machinery that's running it has to come with it. But how? Well, like, I mean, where the does platform it go? you're standing on... It, that rose up, Also, yeah. I mean, look, uh, above us was nothing but just open pipes and shit, right? I yeah, mean, it's I just a it's big just open space. Yeah, okay. All right. It's fucking magic, Jeff. Yes. It's a magic school made with magic technology. And that's what we learned last week. And we ended the night <laughs> going, like, that was one of the coolest fucking moments in any Final Fantasy game we've it's played. one of the coolest moments in any video game I've played. And then we almost crashed into Balam, and we turned the ship. And now we're floating in the ocean, so we can all relax now. Yeah, Squall's now in his room going, how long has it been? Renoa goes into Squall, who's having his angsty lay, and is like, take me on a tour of the ship, show me around the school. He's a real angsty lay. <laughs> <laughs> Not good. Not something you're looking for, usually. Completely out of sequence, but I have a minor correction to issue for episode three of this season. Oh, yeah. Where we said that a faculty member said that the school was a non-profit organization. It's been brought to our attention that we misread that dialogue that was directly in front of our faces. And he says that it is not a non-profit organization, which makes perfect sense. A clear opposite of what we had thought. So that's one little check mark I will erase off of the this game is bullshit side. <laughs> okay, take it <laughs> off of the con list. Uh, Seed still doesn't make any fucking sense as a concept, but we'll get more into that over the next few weeks. Mm -hmm. So let's go back to a new day of gameplay. Sid is also just such a fucking prick, yeah, and I wish Sid. he died in this game. Anyway. Let's go! <laughs> Yeah, man, after what happened last time, with the school being an airship, I'm, like, really fucking excited to play more. I am, too. 
I'm hoping we get to go to some more exotic locales. I think we will now that we we're up in the air. Mm-hmm. We're George Clooney's up in the air. All right. We're giving her a tour of the school. We're right? giving her a tour of the school. We still haven't figured out what the deal is with Garden Master Norg. No, I think we're about to. All right, we gotta remember to draw from any boss we run into because there's guardian forces coming up. So we step out of the dorm with Renoa to show her around. This place is huge. Do you think it's bigger than Galbadia Garden? Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> What's over here? The cafeteria. What about over there? The parking lot. Squall, I really appreciate you showing me around. But can you try to make it a little more fun? You know, like a normal tour? Me. So yeah, since there's nothing urgent to be attended to or uh, explained to us or to report or to talk about or go over, like we're just going to walk around the school again. How many times now have we had to visit every room of this school? A lot of times. <laughs> and yeah, Squall's not really that excited about it, and Renoa doesn't understand why. <laughs> Should I go to the cafeteria? Yeah. Hey, Let's let me show you this dogs. lady who doesn't shut the fuck up if you talk to her. Let's get some hot dogs. Oh, shit, there's a line for hot dogs. Oh, my God. Long line of people waiting for hot dogs, and Zell is at the back. I mean, there's like five people in line for hot dogs. But will Zell get a hot dog? Let's find out. <laughs> this is the cafeteria. Obviously, this is where we take our meals. But keep in mind, there's always competition for the good stuff, especially the hot dogs. This what? and FF7 yeah, remakes make me feel like in Japan they have no idea what we eat or like to eat over here. Like in FF7 remake, the only food is pizza, which is good, but the idea that hot dogs are the most popular item, doesn't that seem know. crazy? It does. I was just watching a midnight diner where the food was like hot dogs that he cut up to look like little octopuses. Yeah, I've seen that. The, yeah, the which type, looks in fucking the, great. In the, um, the night market cookbook we have, that's one of the recipes that they say is like popular at strip clubs for Westerners, is they like oh, fry hot dogs that look like octopuses and serve it with <laughs> sticky rice. That's, yeah, that's <laughs> what they ordered. And I was like, that's interesting, it looks good. Uh, but... But like, Why are when you were dogs? in school, there were always popular crappy cafeteria. It was never items, the right? hot dog. It was never a hot no, dog. No, it was always like the chicken tenders. Sure, pizza, yeah. or like chicken fried steak day. Chicken fried steak day? Yeah. Wow, Texas sounds awesome. I mean, it was like crappy, thin, <laughs> breaded steak, but with like gravy on it. I remember we had what was called Chinese pie, but was actually shepherd's pie. We should make chicken fried steak. Yes. It's not hard to do. Dude, I'll put it in a yummy order. We can make that happen tonight. Oh shit, we're getting close to chicken fried steak time. We are, but hold on. Chinese <laughs> pie? That was what they called and, it. But it was, you're certain it was shepherd's pie. Yes, but let's not get distracted here because we're talking about chicken fried steak. I think we just need like eggs, flour, and steak, and you just get one of those hammers and you smash you, the cheap steak. You schnitzel it, right? Yeah, you schnitzel the steak. We can do that with a rolling pin. Let's get ourselves... You don't have a hammer? I've got a hammer. No, I mean like one of the... I don't have like one of those... Like I don't have a sledgehammer. No, no, it's like a hammer that has like the pokies on the end of it. We can flatten a steak. That has the pokies? You know, it's like square and on the end is like spikes. No, I don't have one Okay. It's specifically for smashing meat. Yeah, that's... <laughs> Yeah, no, I don't have one at my house either, but growing up we had one. Okay, okay. I think it's more like previous generations would have this more because you would probably be flattening and frying steak. <laughs> oh my god, I'm remembering what we had that was even better than chicken fried steak that was super popular that I can't get anywhere and I've never seen anywhere else is steak fingers. What the hell are steak fingers? Like chicken fried steak fingers. Like think of long chicken tenders, like or like chicken nuggets. Like they were uniform in shape. They were about this long. But steak? And they were like chicken fried steak. Wow. And you would dip them in mashed potatoes. Whoa. And then barbecue sauce. Why isn't that all over them. the world? And I'm suddenly having a flashback to cafeteria food and going, how the fuck is just school lunch the only place where steak fingers ever existed? When we get a little bit further in, let's figure out a, uh, a chicken fried steak recipe and make this happen today. I mean, I'm kind of hungry. 
Chicken fried steak is in our future. It's sealed. But anyway, the school lunch here is hot dogs. That's why you see this long line every day. If you get here too late, we sold out already, sorry. That's what happens. We've never Life gotten a hot sucks. dog. Life sucks. We don't get hot dogs. No hot dog for Zell. Couldn't he get someone to save one for him or something at this point? Is this the third time he's missed out on the hot dogs? I think so. Oh, Zell's really mad he didn't get a hot dog. <laughs> she finds this fucking hilarious. What's so funny? You're so serious when you're explaining. It just seems kind of odd. You're the one. I'm looking at chicken fried steak recipe. Nice. You're the one who asked me to show you around. Oh, so, I'm sorry. You don't have to get mad like that. I feel like she's... What is wrong with this guy? I feel like she's convincing herself she likes him in this right. part or and something. She's like being challenged. <laughs> Whatever. So we move on from the cafeteria and start showing Renoa the quad, which we... we've done before. <laughs> we need whole milk, eggs, flour... Seasoned salt, paprika, cayenne pepper, cube steak. Cube steak? In parentheses, it says tenderized round steak that's been extra tenderized. Well, what is it, recipe? Is it round steak or is it cubed? We just need some kind of steak. What? I don't know what cube steak is. What do they mean? So we take Renault to the quad and we start talking to the people here about, you know, how do you feel now that the school is floating aimlessly through the ocean? I'm worried about mom and pop back in Palam, but I knew a time like this would come eventually. A time for me to embark on a never-ending journey. Uh-oh. And for the gravy... Is that what we're on? We just need flour and milk and salt. Although, if we can find, like, a packet of gravy mix, that's probably the easiest. We can probably get that. I might even have one. I'm like, we just need flour and milk and salt, but that might be too tricky, so maybe see if we can get powdered gravy. You know what? I'm never going to forget about my garden friends. Yeah, let's be sure to keep in touch even after we graduate, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, that's the quad we're now up. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Getting paid. So we show Renoa the school nurse. Hi there, Squall. And uh, the game slash the nurse is really putting a point on things here. Oh my, it's not every day I see you walk around with a girl. Is she your girlfriend? We're given two options of what to say to, is Renoa your girlfriend? Yes or no just showing her around. Mm -hmm. We cannot help ourselves. (laughs) (laughs) Should I just say yes? Yes, say yes. 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 Are you serious, Squall? (laughs) I'm gonna take it seriously. And yeah, as this all started, Squall was like, why does she want me to show her around? I don't get it. Why is she talking to me? And Mm -hmm. now the game lets you flirt with her? Like he gets it now? I don't know. I'm I'm serious. serious. (laughs) What? No way. (laughs) Woo, I'm speechless. Oh my God, Squall, you're fucking insane. I'm seriously joking. What a monster. (laughs) What? Oh. Well, I guess that's a pretty good one for you. Uh... The doctor must be like, wow, what a sociopath. (laughs) Yeah, what a jerk. (laughs) You guys are cute. Oh, do you guys know where Headmaster Sid is? That guy works too hard. Tell him to come see me when you see him. I bet they have a thing, since the thing is love. Him and Sid? (laughs) Yeah, or the the doctor and Sid, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder if Sid has any relationships of any kind. Well, we'll get into that. Um, unfortunately, not this episode. No, this episode. No. That happens in this episode. It does? Yes. It does. It does. This part of the game, the order of things, gets real hard for me to keep track of. <laughs> that was what I was happen, saying last it week. It could happen in any order. I was saying it should have happened earlier. Anyway, we walk into the hospital room that has the bed that Squall woke up on in the very beginning of the game where we saw that woman looking at us through the window. And I misremember that woman as being Renoa. So this is the hospital bed where you saw me. What was she doing in here? Like watching you through the observation. I don't know. That was not Renoa. No, here it's happened. I am officially completely confused (laughs) about who the woman at the very beginning of the game that saw us through the window in the hospital is. My mind has replaced it with Renoa because if it was someone else, surely we would have seen them by now. (laughs) Yeah. 
I wonder if we'll ever figure that out. Student ID number 41269, Squall? So unfortunately, this boring-ass tour is cut short when a garden faculty member approaches us. Didn't we kill all of the garden faculty members because no, they had aligned with Master Nord? No, we fought their caterpillars. Weren't they? We didn't fight them at all? No. Well, That's okay, what I then. meant is like there was this civil quote-unquote war going on, but like nobody seemed like their lives were really in danger. When Sid told us to relax instead of, hang on, I gotta go have a conversation with Master Norg. I can't I don't believe know what the that fuck he was like, now it. it's time to relax. And yeah, it's not like, <laughs> now it's time to solve this civil war problem. Yeah. Anyway, we're told to go see Master Norg. Which it's like, he's here? The Garden Master wishes to see you. Report to the Master's room right away. Okay, where's the master's room? Take the elevator to level B1. You have permission. Okay. Did we pass the master's room on our way down to the bottom of this facility to turn it on? We must have, right? Well, I mean, the elevator got stuck at a certain point, and, and we then climbed we... to the bottom of the shaft, so maybe... It's like a floor below Maybe, maybe we were we... about to stop at his floor, <laughs> and then it didn't. The fact that we didn't go to Master Norg before activating the school... It's insane ...is to crazy. Me. Like... Like, the solving of the conflict with Master Norg, like, didn't happen. It's so <laughs> ridiculous that, like, we keep, when going over this in voiceover, being like, well, wait, what is the sequence of events here? Because how could it have been the way the game actually put it? What would make sense to me is you get to Sid, and he's like, Master Norg has gone off the deep end, mm -hmm. and forget that we would still be going, like, what are you talking about? Right, Who is right. Master Norg? Right. It would we all would at go, least okay, be a well, part Master of one Norg thing. Master Norg needs to be stopped. And then we stop Master Norg. And then like, oh no, but the missiles are still coming. We got to activate the school. But no, we stopped like all of the caterpillars. We stopped all the caterpillars. And then I guess Master Norg was like, no, not without my caterpillars, I'm powerless. Yeah, he was just down there doing nothing. Anyway, we're going we're gonna to the go Master's Master Norg. Norg. Room. The Master's Norg. <laughs> uh, yeah, here comes, here comes. The Garden Master. We're gonna meet Norg. Like, everything's peaceful now? Where did all of his fucking lackeys go that we're, we were that fighting? Where's that same point that used to be over here? Oh, it's gone now. That sucks. Oh yeah, the save point that used to be by the directory is just gone. Why do they fuck with the save points in Balam Garden? Maybe it's in your bedroom, maybe you picked I it up and moved it. <laughs> Stole the computer. Now that you're a seed, you're like, I'm taking this. I'm gonna keep walking around before I go up the elevator. Mm -hmm. The game has told us, go to Master Norg's floor and deal with the next story beat. And I'm like, well, we're only halfway through this boring ass tour with Renoa. <laughs> we gotta continue around the full circle. So we head to the library. All right, the library. The library. The library. Look at that book. Look at how much those rest up books don't fit in with this world. Seriously. I wonder why they went so halfway with the, <laughs> the remaster, you know? Like, what? But that's interact with the bowl? I check some shelves, hoping to find weirdly titled books. And you find a magazine. A brand new series that we have. I don't think we've found any of these yet. This is the first issue. A cult fan. You got an occult fan one. Is that a magazine? The fuck. And these will highlight some of the more esoteric secrets in the game, mm -hmm. which we'll get to much later. Cool little secret in the library. Yeah. I do like this magazine mechanic. We open up Occult Fan Magazine 1, and it's got like a weird photograph that's like some tire tracks going through a desert and a dead monster in a field and a little story about the guy who found it. Mysterious monster death. Whoa. Odell Burke, 67 of Timber, was tending to his field when he found a dead monster after hearing a loud impact sound. <laughs> Looking at that image, I'm just like, wow. If anybody ever was like, there's a Loch Ness monster in that this is thing, totally I'd be like, a, yep, yeah. I believe you. <laughs> Mr. Of course there is. There's monsters everywhere. <laughs> Mr. Burke said it occurred while he was making a fence with steel pipes. <clears throat> okay. Do you think that's like a, a secret? Like that's a special encounter we can find or something if we go back to Timber? I don't know. There's a lot of secrets in this game. Yeah, we're going to have to look up all the secrets before this is over. Yeah, unfortunately there are some secrets that we're going to miss. We're going to try to at least tell you about them when we know about them, but I'm sure there's even more that we don't know about. Oh, right, the training facility. Anyway, Renoa, this is the training facility, okay? I don't need to show you. 
The tour is over. Renoa's not commenting on anything. I don't know why we're still running around. We're immersed. Oh yeah, they, I forget. The game seduced me and I, we're fully immersed. Seems like she's done touring. I know, but I feel like I should, you know, I mean, look, I'm getting into the roleplay, but right. showing her around we, the school. We should make both of, sure both of our junctions are good and save and then go see Master Newark. Well, save where? In your room. Parking lot. The There's the gone. parking lot. Wonder who has the car. Hmm. Well, it'd be hard to drive off of the school right now. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I wonder if they borrowed it and drove back, and there's just a big hole in the ground. <laughs> like, like uh... <laughs> So we've done the full circle. We're back in our dorm room where we started. We're gonna save, but first we're gonna look at our junctions and see where they're at. See, so she's got 62 blizzards. She's got 90 Thundaras. Let me switch this Thunder to Thundara. That'll yeah, be there we go. We haven't been upgrading our weapons, but it is nice when we upgrade our junctions. Yeah, because at this point we have enough magic stocked that when you change a junction, like the number just like shoots up. Yeah, <laughs> and it's great. Play cards. Has the CC group challenged you yet? Wait a minute, did I tell you about the CC now? Oh yeah, and then there's this guy who's hanging out by the directory. Who tells us about a side quest you think we would be all over and not rest until we had started and completed. But how do we play? But yeah, we don't, right? We don't do any of this. <laughs> we did not do a single step of this quest except learning that it was a thing. Well, we've been talking about, and maybe we should mention to people, we have a save file where we intend to go back and do that quest as bonus content for this season. Mm-hmm. The card club quest. Patreon-only content behind a paywall. Because we hate you. But the, we should really check out that save file and make sure it's possible for us to do that. That's the thing. It is a pretty late save file, and it is intended for that, but it may be already fucked. I think it can all be done, like, on the airship. Like, all the card club members are there. Yeah, there will... That should be in the... Uh, oh, we should say, this is the Card Club Quest. <laughs> That's what the CC this stands for. This whole long build-up. This guy is like, there's a secret club of elite card players at this school. <laughs> and we wander around talking only to NPCs to play cards. And we're like, why the fuck are none of these people in the card club? And the reason is, because all the people in the card club are people like Quistus and Zell and Shu <laughs> and Sid. The people you know. <laughs> yeah. But he's like, he's saying, did I tell you about the CC club yet? And I keep saying yes. And he's like walking away. Right. And I'm like, wait, the CC club, there's a club, there's a quest. Right. No, why do you keep saying yes? Wait, wait, no, why did I you meant, say that? I meant, sorry. I can't wait for them to come challenge me. Hang on, talk to me again. Why are you doing this? I'm an idiot. <laughs> there's a card club here called the CC group. Okay. Awesome. This group is a bunch of card lovers who get together and look for good opponents. They're constantly looking day and night for card, card maniacs. maniacs. It's considered to be an honor to be challenged to a card game by the CC group. They're looking day and night for this stuff? I think Is this, that what Sid is up to most of the time? I think this is how we missed it, is they made it seem like we would be challenged at some point. Right. You know, like somebody would approach us. And no, you gotta seek them out because they are not challenging people to cards. Okay. I want to know where the CC Wow, that was. random NPC had some vital information. Yeah. But they got to challenge us? So we finally take the elevator to go see Master Norg. Garden Master. So he's here. He's here in the basement. Sid isn't like we got to deal with the Garden Master. He's still <laughs> issuing commands? Well, he like had to save the place from the missiles. So these are like the master's quarters that the elevator lets you out on? Yeah, he lives in like a big circular room with some blue mood lighting on the floor. I'd call it alien tech looking. Yeah, like the floor almost looks like it's got like a microchip structure to it, but it's mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't know that that's actually it. You know, it's like something the Vex would build in Destiny, if that's a touchstone for anybody. <laughs> There's a lot of squares, like cubes, that have arranged themselves yes. to make a floor. Please, listen to me. The headmaster's here? Okay, so Sid is down here talking to this asshole. Oh, Zell is with us all of a sudden? Shit. What the guy's doing down here? We just took all your stuff off. God damn it, Zell. We get off the elevator in the basement, and somehow Zell was on there with us? 
he gets off too behind us and we're like, oh, you were here too? It's like he snuck on behind us and then stayed behind us when we turned totally around silently. to face the door yeah. and just stood there with holding his breath <laughs> yeah. to then calmly walk off right after us. It's not like another elevator comes down. And he's got no junctions on. I came down because I saw you guys. This is the one truly annoying thing about the junction <clears throat> system is this game is having you flip parties a lot. <laughs> like, they gave you a good way to switch shit, but like, fuck. It just, yeah, it still kind of sucks. Let go of me. I'm not finished. So Sid walks into frame and he's like yelling off of frame to the garden master. Like, oh, you were a greedy son of a bitch. I should never have listened to you. Greedy, greedy son, son of yeah. a bitch. <laughs> Why did I even bother talking to you? The game is like waiting to reveal Master Norg. It seems weird that what was like a violent conflict a while ago is now like an argument that's being hashed out. Very weird. Oh, seeds oh, seeds are, were brought up for the future, and that future is now. Why can't you understand? Whoa. Damn it. I should have never trusted you. What Sid is talking about here sounds like nonsense to us and Squall. Mm -hmm. And when we find out what it all really means, still kind of sounds like nonsense. <laughs> I mean, I guess to put it simply, the headmaster and the garden master have like conflicting ideas about the purpose of seed or yeah. something. And there have been things where like, remember Cypher was asking Squall like, what's the true purpose? purpose of seed and squall's like what is he talking what the about yeah exactly and you know like sid sending us to work with renoa for like no money we got the idea was something that like they wouldn't normally do right because they're not a non-for-profit yeah we thought they were a non-profit but they're not they need to make a profit Sid is in it for the love of the game, and Master Norg is in it for that money, that dough. Well, Seed is for the future, and that future is now. <sighs> I wish I could go back ten or so years to tell myself that you're nothing but a money-grubbing son of a bitch. Then I would have never built this place. What if we get to do that? What if we get to go back in time and tell Sid, don't build it? That would be cool. Okay, so he's got a... The, the Garden Master has been here all along, and Sid cut some kind of deal with him? Alright, let me fix this. <laughs> deal with Zell. So I go into the menus to give Zell his junctions back. I'm so glad you remembered to do this. We had just taken them all off. Can I grab those Funyun things you have under the yes. counter? Yes. They're a little stale, but they're really tasty. I think this is the first non-funny and funny I've seen, and the idea that they're Hawaiian makes so much sense. Yeah, you had these, like, what were they? They were, like, sweet onion rings? Like, corn chip ring? I can't remember what they were called. It was something my girlfriend had gotten in Hawaii before the pandemic. It was, like, a Hawaiian chip of right, some kind. Right, but, I mean, Hawaiian it was funyun. a Funyun, which yeah. made me realize that Funyuns are a whole genre of chip. <laughs> Not and just not one just thing. like this one weird aberration <laughs> that is Funyun. And also eating these, I realized I fucking love Funyuns. <laughs> yeah, you've been eating a lot of Funyuns Dude, lately, haven't you? Dude, I eat a you? mini bag of Funyuns at least one every day for the past two weeks. Man. At around 9 o'clock or 10 o'clock after dinner, <laughs> I get a little hungry again. <laughs> I just eat Funyuns. This is maybe a good opportunity to talk about the pork rinds that spencer sent because as it, like for some reason in my head i was like i always categorized the funyun and the pork rind as being like really similar they are not oh, not really. even close and you know what you're really bringing it full circle here because like i ate those not the other brand like gourmet funyuns mm -hmm. back then and mm -hmm. it was like wow i really like these right and i forgot all about it uh-huh and then our friend Spencer sent us a bunch of pork rinds because he had extra. He he had so many pork rinds that he I sent guess, you like, like five bags of pork yeah, rinds. Yeah, it was a lot of, and they were huge bags. And I, I ate never, one pork. I had rind. never had a pork rind before. <laughs> I had two, and, but eating them reminded me. I wish these were funyuns. <laughs> exactly. And since that day, I've yeah. been a funyun man. <laughs> 
I didn't think that as a 34-year-old I would become a Funyun man, but I have a feeling I'll be eating Funyuns every day until I die, which might be sooner than it was going to be. <laughs> because of this but development. But it will all be a richer experience. <laughs> but yeah, when you crunch down on the pork rind, and then it just leaves a film of, like, hot doggy all. grease in your mouth. It was gross. I was going to say something about Funyuns. Well, first of all, nothing tastes like them. Is there onion inside I of it? I think they're like, like onion flavored, like onion okay. powder or right. something is on them. But they're not onion. I don't, I think you they're don't... corn chips. Yeah, Like okay. circular. Yeah. Funyuns. I mean, someone had to make onions fun and they did. <laughs> they and did they get ignored and shat on like they're Sierra <laughs> Mist or something. But they're unique. They're original. The Funyun is a truly underappreciated chip type. <laughs> Yeah, it's, 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 like, I almost never get it, but whenever I do, I'm like, wow, that was... I could eat more of those than I thought I could. And some of these non-funions. Yeah, these are Hawaiian brand Sweet Maui Onion Rings. Katrina might have brought these from Hawaii, like, eight months ago. I think so. I thought they are stale, but they taste good. They're still very good. You heard anything? Yes. Anyway, to reorient the scene here, Squall, Zell, and Renoa are down on the MD floor with Sid, who was just yelling to Norg off screen, and now Sid is, like, embarrassed that he was all angry. I'm embarrassed, but sometimes even old men like me lose the temper. I never told you, but we keep a monster in the basement, and I could have deal with him ten years ago. Let's get out of here, and I also made him in charge of the school. Yeah. So you're just walking away? Oh. Sir, I still have to give you my report. Also, there was a doctor who wanted to see you in his office. Her. Oh, doctor the lady. Please. Please come to my office later. You're not going to tell us what we're about to find down here? Sid walks away, and we're like, should we deal with this guy? Yeah, now Master Norg wants to chew us out, I guess? Ugh. We still haven't seen Master Norg. He's off to the left or something. Mm -hmm. You're the seeds who returned from Galbadia, correct? After Sid walks away, one of the garden faculty members walks up to us. Mm -hmm. I think it's a Norg servant. Yes. It's about time. <laughs> Master Norg has been waiting for you. Come. Come. Whenever Master Norg calls you, be sure to be there within three seconds. Okay. Norg says... Fushururu! So, something. So they reveal Master Norg. Uh -huh. He goes... That's his first line of dialogue. <laughs> and, and, they, and they show you that he lives in a giant pod. The pod has, like, two giant light bulbs that almost look like eyes. Or, like, jet engines. Yeah. It looks like... God, these references are so specific. But if you know the owl's ship from Watchmen, it looks <laughs> it like, that. like that. It has two big, like, uh -huh. porthole things on the front. And seemingly piloting this thing is a giant slug man. Yeah, I mean, it's got, like, two blast shields that Independence Day spaceship style, another specific reference, <laughs> open up. That one's pretty broad yeah i mean like the little spaceship that jeff goldblum and will smith steal and right. then they're going oh no they're gonna open the windows what do we do and they right. kind of like both open from the side so the windows are open mm -hmm. and instead of jeff goldblum and will smith no one lights a cigar instead there is a, a giant Nord. slug man yeah he's <laughs> he's yellow like a sea slug he has a giant dangling neck thing almost yeah. like a frog there's something amphibious about him and his hands are huge yeah his fingers are each like two feet long whoa what the is that's nord that looks like a nord oh he's like the noid this is the garden master the proprietor of garden he's not human come to think of it we didn't know anything about him <laughs> For the sake of letting this scene play out, I'm not going to get into how fucking mad it makes me that all of them know that they know nothing about Master Norg and have never asked a single goddamn question about him or who he is or what his function is there. Anyway, come to think of it, <laughs> fuck, man. Uh, what a shock. What a shock. Fushi, 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 Give your report on the sorceress. <laughs> now where do I start? <laughs> 
Answer him quickly, be concise. You have three seconds. Squall's gonna finally give his report to this? Sid should have told us what we were walking into. We failed to assassinate Sorceress Adia. It's gonna be a sad report. <laughs> Confirmation of Headmaster Sid's order was made at Galbadia Garden. After Irvin Kinius of Galbadia <laughs> Garden joined our party, we set off to carry out the Sorceress assassination order from Balam and Galbadia Gardens. Mm-hmm. Boojuru! Balam and Galbadia's orders? you were fooled. Fooled? I don't understand. Fooshururururur, explain to them. Master Norg has known about the alliance between the President of Galbadia and the Sorceress. He heard it from the Galbadia Garden Master himself. The Galbadia Garden Master? Does Norg know that the sorceress killed the president of Galbadia? No one has fucking commented on that, period. But it's also like, why wouldn't Norg know about that? The whole world knew about that. She like, did it during a broadcast. It, yeah, I mean, why would he need to be filled in on that? And also, why would it matter? Squall is acting like this is a revelation of some kind, but, but it's it not. doesn't seem like it changes anything. The revelations, though, are coming. <laughs> <laughs> the master of Galvania's garden is a subordinate of mine named Martine. Martine? That was the head of the school. Right. Yes, in fact, the sorceress and garden are closely connected. That is why the sorceress will definitely try to gain hold of all gardens. Wasn't she trying to destroy them? Well, she was going to make her base at Galvania Garden. Which one got rockets at it? Tribia. No, well, Trib yeah, Tribia got attacked with rockets. We avoided the rockets. Galbadia Garden was the one with the hockey rink that we went to, and there right, was, yeah. Right, So, Master Norg sent an official order to Galbadia Garden. It was to kill the sorceress, and assassination was thought to be the best means. That sly weasel Martin used you as a last resort for the assassination. He gave that order to place the blame on me. That, that bastard. None of this makes any fucking what? sense. Seriously, it doesn't. I'm like disgusted by this level of right. This is like fucking offending me. I mean, when we had the sequence with the sorceress, Martine never even had like a little line of dialogue where he was like, oh, I've got to like tell Master Norg something or like it, none of it read as any of this is... Well, but like, you know, we, okay, so we were like, oh, we got our orders to assassinate the sorceress mm -hmm. from Martine and Sid. Right. And Master Norg is like, you were betrayed. And he's like, actually, I gave that order to them to give. And then he's like saying that Martine pawned off the job and it's like on to the mercenaries that were like, yeah, what I'm the confused. fuck is this guy talking about? Like, he was like, I ordered the assassination on the sorceress. Who did he think was going to carry it out? Why is it a betrayal? He helps run guard. Like, it all to that me seems like weasel. all of them are on the same page here. Yeah. So what are you what talking about? The fuck is he talking about? And why did he try to kill Sid? What was happening there? I don't think we'll get any answers to this. He really sent all of those people that were on the Garden Master's team earlier to find and assassinate Sid, right? Like, that was it. Yeah. And then Sid came to talk to him and said, you greedy bastard, I should never have trusted you. And now he's rambling about how we were betrayed because we followed an order that he gave that both Sid and Martine also okayed and all of them agreed to do? Yeah. Excuse me, game? But go fuck yourself. <laughs> Don't tell me fucking nonsense and then make me spend my life reading it again and again to try to explain it to people at home. They made us do this. There's no way to do it. It doesn't make any sense. This guy doesn't fit in this goddamn game. No. It's a cool boss fight coming up, though. There is. It's really sweet. Are you saying that Balam Garden had nothing to do with that order? You just happened to show up just before the mission was to be carried out. They used you. Oh, shit. Sorry. 
The sorceress retaliated just as we suspected. But he sent an order to assassinate her. We, How were we tricked? I don't know yet. No doubt it was the sorceress who ordered the missile attacks. Master Norg is talking like he's big brain figured all this shit out that has just played out in the open for everyone else on the planet. Yeah, seriously. Like, like he just laid out what we already all know. It's like he's two steps behind and he's like, let me pull back the curtain. What you don't understand is... And Squall is acting like, holy shit, I can't believe it. So she wants to both take over the gardens and also destroy them. Well... Something must be done to calm the sorceress's anger. In order to do so, we needed to hand over those involved in the assassination to the sorceress. We had to show Balam Garden sincerity. Bra 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 bra. Offer the seeds, head on a silver platter, and pretend we obey the sorceress. Okay. Wah? Indeed, wah. Wah. Why aren't we fighting the sorceress? What about all the training we endure every day? What good is it? <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? You lost to the sorceress. Quit your whining. Headmaster Sid was saying the same thing. Sid! That idiot Sid dispatched Seed to kill the sorceress. I mean, wow, like, that idiot Sid sent his mercenary crew to do the assassination attempt. Like, what would he do if not what, uh, send seeds? You, okay, so I think what he's explaining now is that when we arrived and there was all the chaos mm -hmm. was because he was now going to capture Sid and then us and give us all to the sorceress to be like, I had nothing to do with this or something. I guess that's what he's saying. I'm going to chalk it up to like, this guy is a crazy frogman, and we can't understand what he's trying to tell us. <laughs> uh, but at the end of the day, he's a bad guy. And if you fail, this garden will be done for. My garden, it will all be over. Dude. Wait a minute, so he wants to kill the sorceress, but he's mad because we weren't supposed to kill the sorceress? This hurts. Somebody else was, but now that we failed... That idiot said he put, he's forgotten that it was I who put up the money to establish the garden. I wanted to offer the sorceress Sid's head along with the seeds. I ordered the students to find Sid, but they sided with him. <laughs> Bozer, this is my garden. No! It's not yours! Then what is it? Is it Sid and ideas that pathetic married couples? What? What? Holy shit! What? 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 Who's the bad Wait, guy? He, or <laughs> he ordered... He ordered a hit on his wife. <laughs> I've been waiting for this moment the entire season. Oh my god. Just let that sink in for a second. My favorite thing is, like, you can hear it, like, flips a breaker in your brain where you're like, I can't take this game seriously anymore. And it, like, truly shifts, I feel like, our understanding of how to even look at this shit. Coming off the high of the school becoming an airship, yeah, yeah. and then you walk into this conversation that makes no sense mm -hmm. and is presented like it's full of revelations with aren't revelations. And then, and then at the end, they <laughs> drop a revelation like in the most awkward way possible like he's been talking about Sid and Adia for this entire conversation and he, and he suddenly it. goes as though he's not sure who we're talking about yeah. he's like Sid and Adia that pathetic married couple and we're all like married that's how this game is gonna tell us that that the sorceress and the headmaster are married. We won't even get into how after this is over, the whole crew is not like, we got to tie Sid up and beat some answers out of him. <laughs> like, we won't get into that now, but that's later. The headmaster and Adia are married? Oh, I don't get it. I don't get it either. Now I understand. At least somebody does. Sid and Adia are trying to take the garden away from me. 
Dear what a sin's followers aren't you? Prepare to die! Norg quickly shuts his pod bay doors and it's gonna be a boss hey, fight. He goes into attack pod mode. Fucking finally. I was like, how is like, this gonna quickly take I hope you don't lose because you. there was a lot of dialogue. Yeah, I know, dude. Seriously. Norg, lots of magic when red. Hold on, as long as color stays, I will attack Steed with magic. And then up front, Master Norg, in broken English, yells through the <laughs> secret to defeating him. Yeah. Which is that those two porthole lights on the front of his pod, they change colors from blue to yellow to red. And what's the trick? You want to keep them off of red. Yeah, when you attack them, they change back to blue, right? Or Something they change like back they change a color. They change colors, yeah. 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 You got to keep them off of yeah, red. Yeah, when they're red, he'll hurt you. But when they're not, he's working up to make them red. Okay... Um, <laughs> should I use brothers? I don't know. Oh, there's multiple things to attack. You know what I did the other day, actually, was because I had this like little thing of crappy nacho cheese dip. This is going to of Funyuns. A Postmates order that I dipped some Funyuns in some hot nacho cheese dip. I bet that's great. It was fucking great. It was so good that I might make Funyun nachos soon. Haley, my pants are really well seasoned with this Funyun dust. There's Funyun dust over like there. But she, <laughs> she's busy with my dry knee right now. I think you just don't want them to be red. Like, maybe attack them when they're red to change their color. And then attack the main eyeball. Okay. You've got a look on your face that says, I've come up with a brilliant thing for Funyuns. I mean, I'm just imagining a pile of Funyuns in like a little boat, like uh -huh. cafeteria style. A fry boat. And I'm going to get some pineapple chunks and chop them up real little uh -huh. and sprinkle them over the Funyuns uh -huh. and then nacho cheese. The nacho cheese. And the nacho cheese. And then... And the chilies. And some chili. <laughs> With it. A five pound can of chili. Uh, I mean, that's got beans in it. I don't know if we want beans involved in this. <laughs> no. And like make a Funyun pie with pineapple in it. I bet it would be so good. And then put habanero hot sauce on top of it. <sighs> We're now going to have to Oh my to do God, that. I'm drooling on myself. <laughs> well, it's getting late for lunch. I'm, I'm getting hungry too. So let's get through the rest of this episode so we can eat. I'm hearing these Funyuns crunching and I can't stay focused. <laughs> Okay, yeah, something happened. Now we're gonna see Nord. Uh, hello, Nord. Yeah, now we're gonna try to try. Damn, those seeds. This is my garden. <laughs> we pop the top off of his pod. Oh. He's, <laughs> he's exposed now. Randy's mad. <laughs> you can't do as you please, Yeah, well, I'm gonna draw, baby. There's Leviathan. Leviathan. Stock. He's got Leviathan in his pocket. Yeah, in all the confusion, you're going to want to make sure you remember to draw Leviathan. Ow! Ow! He just killed Zell in one hit. Who's it on? I don't know. <laughs> it was on Zell. I know that it was on Zell, but it was really hard to tell. Man, this feels like such a fucking Final Fantasy fight, you know? Like, I'm curing dudes, like, this, it's all this happening. This is a good boss fight. Man, I'm really excited about the chicken fried steak. We should also think about what sides. Come on, dude. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I'm done for. I'm afraid of you. Why me? Why me? Whoa. Wow. He created the seeds, and now the seeds have destroyed him. We killed Norg. He's fucking dead, and it really feels like all of this happened because of a miscommunication. You know what I mean? Like, it feels like he said something, and we're like, wait, what did you say? And he was like, no, what did you say? And right. then before we knew it, we were, like, killing dead. each other. And now nobody's ever going to talk about Master Norg again. Yeah, pretty much. You would expect after this a debriefing, like a long one, where Sid explains everything. But he kind of just glosses over it and goes, well, I'm glad that's over. No, not even a, like, whoa, he killed him? Wow. I don't think we tell Sid. I don't think he even cares. Wizard stones. I think we need that for more gun upgrading or whatever. 
Yeah, we learned something. Strength plus 40, HP plus 20. Nice. And we got Leviathan. Badass. Whoa. What the hell is that? Forget about it for now. Fuck you, Squall. <laughs> Why do you do this all the time? Yeah, forget about it for now. Like, forget about it? What's more pressing than that? We're adrift in the ocean, but like, what the fuck? Like, forget about what? It's even more pressing than the shared dreams. <laughs> you know this is totally them going like, but the next scene doesn't like follow up with this properly. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, we'll have the characters just... Be Say like, forget about it. <laughs> just forget that thing that just happened. Stop trying to understand this. I can't believe you said that. I think what just happened is really serious. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Well, what's the point of talking about it now? You just don't know what's going on either. What are you talking about, This Squall? is crazy. I don't know what's going on anymore. I feel hel like a helpless puppet being manipulated in some major scheme. That's why we need to talk about it so we can figure out what's going on, you fucking idiot! Yeah, I'm going to see the headmaster! Once again, how, how, how the fuck out? do we get off this screen? It's gotta be to the right. There you go. Okay, alright. Man, remember when I couldn't go around those, like, two, like, railings? Yeah. In front of that train? Why did they even put that railing there? I don't know. Because it would be realistic. Why'd they take away that save point in the common room? I don't know, man. Disc two of the save point's gone. So we start heading back to the dorm. Gonna save. Maybe they got rid of it for when all the combat was happening in here and it just doesn't come back because... It got destroyed in all the combat. That's not bad. Anyway, Renoa, that was the basement. And that's episode 14. Holy shit. I don't know what to say. Other than, whoa. What a fucking insane bunch of shit. And it's at this point in the game where you really realize, whoa, man. <laughs> what? I really think something cracked within you. Well, it became apparent that, like, even with big exposition dumps, there was just no untangling this. And it was never, it's just like, th this game ha has... You just come to a point and you're like, oh wow, it's just been fucking disrespecting my time. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's all there is to it. It's funny, <laughs> I've been thinking about how I want to make some comparisons later this season to my experiences when watching the TV show Lost. Mm -hmm. And there were times throughout that show where I should have had that reaction of like, you don't respect me. You, you should have been like, but there's no way this adds up. I was gospel believer in the fact that, like, that was going to be meaningful and a great, you know, experience through to the end. You learned your lesson to never believe in anything. Well, yeah, I'm going to say a lot more on that <laughs> subject later. But, like, um, the only people who are going to talk about Master Norg again in the rest of this game are you and me I going, should we tell someone that we killed that guy? So yeah, next week we're going to go talk to Sid, get some very unsatisfying information from him. Mm -hmm. My hatred for him will only deepen. And we might find out what's going on with the dream world a little bit. That might begin to be illuminated. Well, we'll at least get like, you know, you're right. That's the only way to put it. It will be a little bit illuminated. <laughs> So join us for that. Oh, before we go, do you want to check in with the message board and see if anybody wants us to say anything? Let's get behind that VPN and go dark and enter the dark web to get on that Silk Road to read the secret messages. Slipping by... Pirate Bay. Right now. Torrance. Information age. Oh, there is a message. I can see it now, and I'm clicking it. This is a message from Adam Emund, and he says, So there I was, having a great time listening to a perfectly plausible DS9 episode summary, and then I hear, quote, This isn't a Star Trek podcast. My heart broke. I don't have much to say. I just want you guys to talk more about DS9 for a few more minutes. Happily. This, we got this after <laughs> we had uh, aired that episode where we were pontificating about a Quark episode mm -hmm. of Deep Space Nine where I think he wanted to introduce a ham sandwich mm -hmm. to the menu. Mm -hmm. And I think then becomes unwittingly involved in some like intergalactic espionage. Mm -hmm. 
But in the end, I think he impresses Cisco. Either we had decided he either impresses right. Cisco with the sandwich or Cisco helps him make the sandwich. I mean, should we talk generally about the show? I think we should or... talk about Deep Space Nine. Yeah, okay. So I think some of the individual episodes of this show are some of the best Star Trek episodes of any Star Trek show at all. I think the highs of Deep Space Nine are the are the highest that Star Trek ever gets. I think it also like kind of botches the ending. Like yeah. I don't I really I despise like the first couple seasons of Deep Space <laughs> Nine. And I despise like the final season of Deep Space Nine also. I'm but not a fan there, of the Bajoran nuns. Yeah, oh man, yeah. All the Bajoran religion stuff I think could be way more interesting and less like generic. Right. But in like season four, some of the stuff they do to Miles O'Brien, the places they take that character to and then act like he's like lived many horrible lifetimes Dude, more than these other the characters. Part of the best thing they do in Deep Space Nine is they they make Miles O'Brien amazing. Amazing. They because by the end of TNG, Worf is great. Mm-hmm. And they make him, like, the real Worf is in Deep Space Nine. Like, that's the best <laughs> Worf ever is, I think, is in Deep Space Nine. Go well, ahead. not only do they, like, make a lot of what the TNG characters even better, they, like, fix things TNG fucked up, like the Ferengi. I mean, they like, really they did make fuck up the, the Ferengi. Ferengi. Like, God, the Ferengi episodes of Deep Space Nine are, like, my favorite fucking things. Quark is such a delight. It's such a great idea to have a character be like, but society's always telling me to do the wrong thing, but in my heart I want to do the right thing. It's like a flip on the whole concept in a way that's so cool. And then also, I can't end this without at least saying something about maybe the best episode, which is My Man, Mr. Bashir, or what? what is it called? The, oh, the one the, where... the double O's, the, like, James Bond episode. Bashir becomes, he, like, a... Yeah, he's in the holodeck, and he has he to actually... He and Garrett get trapped in the holodeck yes. inside of a, like, James Bond-type program. And the more you analyze that script, the more I'm like, that is Dude, an amazingly ri- well-written episode of television. At the time they were making that, I feel like... Like TV writers like on that and the X-Files were doing these like brilliantly constructed meta plots. Yeah. You know, and that one is really one of the best where like they're in the James Bond simulation and by the end, he and Garrick have a James Bond style showdown within yes. the real circumstances of the show. And Garrick's and not being the simulation. Yeah, no, it's really, it's really good. Garrick it's, is it's, also uh, just one of the best characters. My you know God. what? Like the switch to serial television has like destroyed that type of like brilliant writing like we don't get that anymore you yeah. don't get that no i, mi- I like, miss the good the, old the days. best of the x files too is like that mm. where it's like this is like this amazingly plotted out like stage play almost well we should probably get out of here but we recommend anybody who wants us to talk about some shit like this ever uh, please do get a message Thank you, Adam Emond, for that, mm-hmm. who also is the creator of the Every Other Beat is Missing or Beats 2 and 4 swapped videos on YouTube. Oh, this is actually super interesting. You guys should check out his uh, video where he swapped Every Other Beat of Gangster's <laughs> Paradise with Weird Al's Amish, Amish Paradise. Paradise. Yeah. yeah. Go check him out on YouTube. Thank you, Adam. And let's log off. Mm-hmm. If you're interested in a message, they're just $25 each. We do payments through PayPal, so email us at nocatpodcast at gmail.com. That's N-O-C-K-A-T. And make it happen. Don't let your dreams be dreams. Never let your dreams be dreams. That's a crazy thing to do. Yeah, let them seep in and be tainted by this horrible thing we call reality. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, email us. (laughs) We gotta finish this. I need to eat Funnings and Chili. Yeah. And rate and review us. On Apple Podcasts. Mm-hmm. And thank you so much to the Patreon supporters. Yes, we love our Patreon supporters. We love all of our listeners, but we love our Patreon supporters a little bit more. <laughs> and if you well, want Well, we're our giving love, them stuff. If you want we're our- giving them things like bonus content, like whatever we're going to do with the CC Club eventually. Yeah, yeah. Um, stuff like that and if you want just a little bit more of our love you can head on over to patreon.com <laughs> slash no cat it's n-o-c-k-a-t hey you know what else we usually forget to tell people to do is uh tell a friend oh yeah uh-huh. um uh-huh. Uh-huh. you know tell a friend about the show if you haven't already or if uh, you have tell them again 
force them to listen to part of it. Do that thing where you're like, oh my god, I know you don't listen, but you have to hear this part. And then yeah. choose a part that's like the eight worst. minutes long <laughs> yeah, about, long. and then just sit there in silence as they chuckle and don't laugh and think about how they wish they weren't being forced to yeah. experience a piece Stare of music. Stare at them with your mouth kind of open, with your like a smile, like you're really expecting them to find every joke funny. Mm-hmm. And then take it personally when they don't. And then never speak to them again. You know, take it personally when they don't like the show. Take it personally when we don't love FF8. Burn a bridge today. <laughs> That's our usual recommendation. And get in touch on Facebook and Twitter or whatever. We're at NoCap Podcast. It's dessert time. I'm having pineapple chili Funyuns. All right, I'll have a hot dog. <laughs> Are you excited for Funyun pie? Okay, Funyun pie. What exactly have you got? So what I'm going to do is I'm going to make like, you know, a bowl of Funyuns as the base. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to heat up some Hormel chili with no beans. Yep, over the stove. Yeah, and while that's heating, I'm going to sprinkle some finely chopped pineapple chunks onto the Funyuns. Mm-hmm. And then... Hormel chili, mm-hmm. and then just a touch of nacho cheese on top of that. So it's basically the same as Frito pie, just with Funyuns instead of Fritos. But with pineapple and cheese also. Or a walking taco, as some people know. Or a walking taco, yeah. Um, Inspired by Frito pie. Because you wouldn't put pineapple, I guess. No, but the, the Funyun inspired the pineapple because other off-brand Funyuns all reference Hawaii, so... So pineapple like the pineapple, yeah, right. the sweetness would go well with the oniony funion. Reasonable. I get. I get. Yeah. Okay. Drain that. I am hungry. Is that the pineapples in the juice or the syrup? Juice. Good. I find that syrup disgusting. Yeah, peaches are like always in a syrup, aren't they? Usually, mm-hmm. and it's just like the juice itself would be good. I kind of like the peach syrup. Then sometimes when I'm done eating the pineapple chunks, I drink the juice. Oh, I could have set the juice aside for you. It's it's okay. Hi, Haley. Do you want a walking taco? <laughs> she would love one. Oh man, this is the good shit. <laughs> the Hormel. With no beans. Yeah, does look like dog food. God, that fucking video of that guy eating the two different types of dog food. Pretty good. Really funny. Got a spoon, not coming out. Wow, that is just like a paste. Chili paste. It's a good meat glue. It is a it is a glue. Watch out, Haley. Got a knife here. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, I'm stoked for this. When I thought of it, I like couldn't. I, I was like, dude, I was at home. I was thinking about it. Well, like, if I had known that you were gonna cut up the pineapple chunks into smaller chunks, I would have gotten the bits. I didn't know. Oh, I forgot pineapple bits exist. Yeah. You're, you're chopping them up into bits. We needed pineapple bits. I didn't realize. It's hilarious to watch you chop a chunk of pineapple <laughs> into like, like do that onion technique where you get like the slice on the bottom and then you cut through the top. Oh, I'd need a whole pineapple. Uh, I gotta stir that chili. Stir the chili here, I can do that. Okay. Is there a spoon? No, I licked it. You're gonna need another spoon. <laughs> Oh, this smells really good. This smells like real taco chili. Real bad quality meat from a can. I love it. <laughs> like, it smells more like beans, even We're though there's stay no... stay here and eat this brown meat. <laughs> there's no beans in this, and I smell beans. God, these pineapples are so good. Why would you ever buy a fresh one? You never know how it's going to be. Whereas these are always, always the same. Always the same. <laughs> Which is like... Good, not as good as a f- actual that's fresh pineapple. Right, that's gonna be more than enough pineapple, I think. Okay, yeah. Two bowls full of Funyuns. Mm-hmm. Are you gonna heat the nacho cheese? Yeah, or? I'm gonna microwave the nacho cheese. Ugh. Haley, Haley, get out of the kitchen. This is the stupidest thing. Spooning that chili over the <laughs> over the funyuns. <laughs> yeah, I should be getting picks. What the fuck am I doing? Something monstrous. <laughs> God, it really looks like human shit, like diarrhea on funyuns. Hey now, hey. Oh. 
enjoy that, Bailey. <laughs> and this is gonna not make us sick. Oh, this is not. This is. A, I, I. I feel <laughs> regret already. <laughs> regret is in the air. <laughs> it smells like regret. It does. It does. <laughs> there we go. Oh god. How what do I do? I eat it with a, a fork or something. Okay. Hold on, because I want this nacho cheese to harden in this thing. Mm-hmm. Alright. Bunion pie. Let me make sure I get some nacho cheese and some chili and pineapple and a bunion. I think it's good. <laughs> it's okay. There's something that reminds me of, and I can't put my finger on it. You know, I see now why Fritos are the perfect thing for it, because they are denser. Right. There's not enough Funyun in here yeah, to you, handle this. You, you kind of need... Although, yeah, because they're getting, like, kind of going through, like... They just a, fall through the hole. The sagification process. Yeah. You know, it's like when cereal starts softening. A Frito would really stand up to the liquid for longer. Mm -hmm. Whereas these Funyuns are just falling apart. It's pretty good. I don't know. I feel like when I'm getting some pineapple, I'm not that into it. And that it would be better without the pineapple. Let me make sure. I, I mean, I'm not going to try this again. Yeah, I do not like when the pineapple is involved. I don't like that. It doesn't bother me, but it does. none of it blends into one new flavor. That... When I get the pineapple, it reminds me of people. It doesn't take you to a tropical paradise? No. The rest of it's okay, but it actually reminds me of throw up when I get the pineapple. Okay, when you say that, I'm done. I'm <laughs> well, that was a failure. I'm not, I'm not a big fan of that. No, me neither. Well, but I can imagine a Frito pie. Yeah, we gotta try really actual good. Frito pie. Don't let your dreams be dreams. Um... Ugh, I'm, yeah, no. In my mind, it was amazing. <laughs> In reality, Funyuns are best left without chili. 